guys, oh, welcome back to the Earth City OZSL podcast, and today it's going to be a very, very interesting one. So here we go. Let me tell you the story first. So basically, I go into the gym one day at about 10 a.m., right? And when I went in there, I saw this girl by the name of Took. And Took, I know these nicknames are very interesting, but nonetheless, Took and I, we started joking. Then I saw another, I saw like a Chinese name that had checked in uh, on the little monitor. I was like, oh, cool, because I love meeting people from all around the world. And next thing you know, I see this girl who just so happens to be on the other line speaking to Took. And I said, oh, my goodness, who is that? And so then we ended up starting up a conversation and with her energy, her personality, so many other things, man, we just locked eyes like there was no other. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nonetheless, Wayne, thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful ESL podcast. My very first Chinese friend. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited. I'm so exciting. Yes. <laughs> She is terrified at the moment, people. Even though it's yes. still audio, she is scared right now. Why are you so scared, Wen? I've never been to a podcast, so this is like the first time. So I'm really not confident that I can speak the content, as you told me. So oh. I'm not really sure if I have a content, but let's bring it on. <laughs> but thank you so much for inviting me to be here. It's, it's a great honor. And uh, as I said, I've never done this before. So I'm actually really, really nervous at the beginning right now. But it, let's, it, it, let's give it a try. Within about five minutes, you're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, this is so easy, <laughs> easy, easy. So where are you from? Where? I am from China. I'm Chinese. So yeah. I was born in China and grew up in China. Wait, so, where, where yes. were you born? Beijing? Packet, uh, what number of other people? It was a small place. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's actually a small place. When yeah. people ask me where I'm coming from, I always tell people I'm coming from a small place. But it's a place with about six million people you know, <laughs> but i was still qualified as a small place in, in china so yes it's a city actually that is in the northeast part of china so its name is dalian all right in chinese so this is where i was born and also where i grew up yes so is that i'm sorry excuse my ignorance is that near like harbin <laughs> um it's in the same area but it's not really near so if you if you know where Beijing is, right? So it's right. really like about an hour flights from Beijing up to the north. Damn, so man, so, I'm telling you, China's yeah. massive in it terms is, of area, isn't it? It is very, very cold. So if we're talking about an hour flight from Beijing, it's, it's actually really, really, really close, right? So if you fly from China from the east part to the west part, I think it takes about five hours, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, but I'm coming from this teeny tiny place with have people about six million people. So yes, that's where I'm coming from. You are so funny. Like she said, she's oh. making it sound like it's casual. Like, no, you want me to tell I'm, you a teeny tiny place? I am a, I'm a very funny person, yes. <laughs> Nervous, but funny person. You, you don't know me yet, but oh, it's coming out. Oh, tell, oh trust me, we've been, we've been to the gym only twice. And we're just, oh my God, man, you guys should be. Yeah. But, well, she could focus, but me, I'm just focusing on her. Ah! That's so funny. Anyway. Oh, I take that as a compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am a fool. Oh, my God. Anyway, so check this out, Went. Now, you know what I love about my ESL podcast? I like to check out different places. So mm -hmm. I think uh, I checked, uh, let's say, in one day, I had a play from a place called Bethany in Oklahoma. And I'm like, oh, well, I've never heard huh. of Bethany. So I put Where Bethany is that? Google. It's in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. 
And yeah, I don't know much about Oklahoma, but I'm like, you know what? These small towns really intrigue me. So I checked out the population of Bethany and it was like 200 yeah. people. <laughs> so that that's is a enough. small place, yeah. okay? Not no oh, that's what you consider a teeny tiny place. No, it's a different standard, I guess, for Chinese. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love it, though. I don't know how people could do that, but they're born into that. So if they try acclimating into a city, there's no way. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, there is a way, but they would just hate it like crazy in the beginning. Yeah, I guess. Yes, it's very different. It is very different. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's uh, very interesting is that you ended up making a leap, taking a leap oh. to Europe. Okay. Yes, I did. So what happens to me is that actually I went to Beijing to study. So I studied for years in Beijing at age of 19 years old. So I graduated when I was 22 and I decided to study in Europe. So I went to France. So this is really like the first time I went to Europe. So there I did my master and I studied uh, one year in France. And I also had the pleasure to work in there. Um, so for another one and a half years. So this is my experience in France. Um, but then afterwards, it just somehow, it was actually by accident, I would say. And also, of course, I, I like the places. So I went to Switzerland and I just found this place very, very beautiful. So it's got a lot of nature, a lot of uh, mountains and the lake and everything. I just fell in love with that place. So, and I started working there and I'm still there now today after 13 years. So yes, basically, I've been living in Europe for the last 15 years as a Chinese person, of course. <laughs> yes. so it's it's of course you being in europe you being chinese the cultural exchange and learning the language the french language which is completely different from oh it was uh, very very so, challenging yeah course, so what happened yes. tell me some of the 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 the, the troublesomes you've actually went through well actually it's funny thing is because when i decided to go to france to study and my program was actually english so i wasn't really you know, I wasn't really speaking a word of French when I was literally in France back then, right? So, yes, I mean, everything was very, very complicated. Even back then, I couldn't even speak much of English. Wow. So I still re Yeah, I still remember, like, I couldn't even understand. Like, you know, it's funny, but um, that's, I guess that's something you would really encounter when you were in this such international environment, which I think I was back then because I was in this international school. So I wasn't really dealing with French people, right? So we really had a lot of people from different, um, different parts of the world. And first challenge was that to understand their accent because, you know, trust me, believe it or not, like I had problem understanding American English. I also had problem understanding British English, for example, you know, then of course I, I couldn't understand some other type of English. So it was a very challenge. And on top of that, I had to speak and try to understand it a bit in French outside of the school. And that was very, very challenging. But like even today, okay, I can speak French but I cannot write in French because it's just a language that's impossible to learn. <laughs> and the grammar is just so complicated. So, so yes, that's a little bit challenge, but you can get around because I like speaking to people. Okay, I also believe oh, that is actually really? the best way to learn, yeah, to learn, in, to learn any of the language. So, so yes, and uh, I just speak to people. You know, at the very beginning, I was very, very, like very typical Chinese. We're very shy. I think I am very shy, but I didn't really mm. want to speak to people, right, at the very beginning. So, um, and I never really dared to socialize with people because, 
I, I just didn't, I was very afraid of speaking to people. But then afterwards, you started picking it up. And I think the people I met, I really appreciate those people being very open to me. So they were just like always encouraged me to speak to them, to tell a story. And then the good thing is that they were always very curious about China, Chinese culture. So I guess this is also where I get to start it. So to really speak to people about myself. So, um, mm, and then they started perfect. to pick up the language. Yeah. So it's really a matter of, talking and speaking to people and not being scared and that's where i am right now that's it that's a very very interesting uh statement that you just made because you said mm. i had to, you know you started talking about yourself and this is what another teacher had told me before um and she had taught in greece and panama and as right. a matter of fact people who are listening to this podcast today today which is basically on a Sunday. I know we're speaking in future tense. But oh, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I thought people would be doing something more fun on a Sunday uh, rather than listening to me talking. I'm telling you, you, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Whoever's listening, man, when absolutely enjoys that you are taking the time out of your day to listen to her. <gasps> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see about that. <laughs> but when... Yeah. You made a statement. You got used to talking about yourself, and that's where you started. And that's probably yeah. the best and the greatest essence, like in terms of learning any language. Like talking right. about I myself. So. Okay, where am I from? Okay, let's talk about my family. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. This is how these academic tests are actually yeah. prepped for a lot of individuals mm -hmm. too. So, mm -hmm. um, but you, you were juggling two languages because you couldn't speak any French and you knew just a little bit of English. <laughs> so what the hell, how the hell, just who the hell, how'd you do that? Very, very, very little of English. Yeah. And a very little French as well. Uh, so how do I do that? I don't know. I just speak a lot of nonsense, I guess. So <laughs> then, yeah. Um, so I don't really think there is any shortcut. So to me, for example, mm. it took me like especially French, it took me a long time. See, I tell you why, because people were very nice, right? At the beginning, so, you know, they knew that I'm a Chinese and then obviously I don't speak French. So what is somehow really frustrating is whenever I'm in the market, okay, so I go try to talk to people at the very beginning in French and they will speak to me back in English, okay? So that was really like, I'm like, this is not really encouraging, but I'm just gonna give it a try, so. <laughs> so yeah, then afterwards, after a while, you get used to it and then, and then you start making friends, people. I mean, again, to be honest, I think, Having friends around of you that can encourage you to speak the language to, especially for people who do not, if you wanted to learn French, okay, so speak to the people who do not speak English because then you're, you're like, you're forced to speak French, right? So you have to be uh, forced into this kind of environment and you have to speak with people and you make effort to try to make sure that people understand you, okay? So that's what I, that's what I feel like. So I just try to find people who do not speak um, English. So I have no way to speak to, to them English. I cannot switch to English. So I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm obliged to speak French, right? So this is where you can also accumulate a little by little, word by word, and then you start to get more. So this was also one of the struggling, but it pays back. So I that's see. what I would say. Yes. And uh, English, I don't know. English, I guess, because I had to use that at school and I had to use that at work. 
and people don't understand what I'm talking about at the very beginning, but I just carry on. And uh, they mm-hmm. just put me so many times in front of the stage. I don't know. I have to make wow. a presentation for work. Then I don't know. You just have to always get out of your comfort zone and then speak and not being scared, of wow. course. Wow. Yes. Um, what about like some of the barriers? Do you believe that you know, at some point you felt like, hey, I really want to go back to China because this isn't like this and that. There was a lot of comparisons going on and maybe it was driving you crazy. Some things yeah. you didn't adapt with. I know that there were some things. I think talking about barriers, I think I, I think people always like to stereotype, to be honest, at the very beginning. I mean, I do that. I think everybody does that because they think about certain culture and then they like to stereotype that type of culture. But to me... I found it actually, the way how I would deal with it is that I always start dealing with the people first. I understand the people. I understand where the people come from. And then I ask them where they're coming from. And then I started to understand the culture, but not the other way around. Okay. So coming back to your question, I do. Yes. Eventually one day I wanted to go back to China because my parents are still there. But I think I don't see there would be any barriers for me because this is where I grew up. And um, I think, and also at the same time, China has been like changing so much. Mm-hmm. I would actually be worried if it's the other way around. I cannot follow the speed anymore there because it's changing every day. You know, every time I go back to China, so my parents make every other um, six months and everything has been changing. So uh-huh. I don't see myself um, entering into, and there, there will be any barriers, but I'm actually would be very, very exciting if one day I have the opportunity to go back and or stay in Europe or go back to China. Yeah, it's still open the stage. But I think I, I think that would be a great, very exciting journey as well in the future to see that going back to my country and then do something there. Yes. And then again, I would also um, deal with the people and, 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 and each individual is always very different. So I was always going to be starting with each individual and then think about any other barriers. Yes. But wow. I would say it also myself because I've been living in Europe for so long time. So I think I'm also a little bit like mixed um, in terms of a culture integration. So there is a little tiny part. I could be European but of course, you know, the big part, I'm so Chinese. So I really don't see that as a barrier. Um, I think I'll be, it would be very easy to, to, to go back, integrate into the, to my own country again. And I'm a happy, I love Europe as well. So it is again, different culture. So yeah, you get to about be, 30 different countries. Very too. Exciting. Yes. Over 30. Actually, the other thing we asked me, I, I actually, I went back. I counted the country, the number of countries. I've been to 33 countries now. <laughs> so, yay. See, mm-hmm. I did Have that. Have you been to Africa? That. No, that's oh, very, so yeah. Actually, yes. That's actually my, 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 my next um, plan. I, want, I really wanted to go. I always wanted to go to Tanzania to do this safari oh, trip. Yeah. Yes, that's my, uh, that's my next checklist. Yes, I want to do that. There's so but, many yeah. beautiful places out there. Um, you know, I, I just had someone on last week and she was telling me, well, I, I made up in my mind that I'm going to Johannesburg uh, March of next year. Oh, that's very exciting. I also wanted to go there. So <laughs> in, in Cape Town. Also. Yeah, yep, very, yep. Very, Cape Town is another one. Very beautiful. Yeah, oh, correct. Man. So, yeah. Yeah. So, man, and it's it's interesting because I'm guessing, okay, so you've probably been obviously all around Asia. Of course, Europe is very easy to get around, but you've been also living in 
Switzerland. Yes. And so that's another, no, but you didn't have to learn a language while you were there, which is interesting because I thought the the, the national language out there is obviously. Um, Okay. So let's put it this way. There are four different national languages. Okay. Unlike any other country. (laughs) All right. So if you think about it, Switzerland is a pretty small country in terms of the size of the population and the size of the geography, but they are actually four official languages. I mean, of course, the biggest spoken language is German and the second part is French. So I'm actually in the French area. So that's why I picked up a French. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's very fascinating. Can you imagine if you had gone to the, the German area? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's not try to stereotype here, okay? So, no, meaning you would have to learn <laughs> I mean, another language. I actually, you know, people think German is sounds very aggressive, but I actually haven't happened to have a two colleagues that speak German at work every day. I'm actually here in Germany every day. I found pretty sexy. It's a sexy language, I think. I wonder French, if of course, it's learn. a very nice language. Um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's difficult because their their words uh, uh, seems to be really really long. Like right. you know, one single word is like that long. It's like two meters long. So I don't know. <laughs> well, I hope you don't have a German that is listening to your podcast. So, I got sorry, a couple of folks. I got a couple of the fingers. It was like uh, who's that guy? It's from the feet the Fugees. Uh, what's, what's his name? What's his name? Guitarist. Oh. We don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. What? No, it's not Will I Am. He looks like Will I Am. Older, he does. Oh, what's his name? I don't know. Oh, I forgot his name. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, he was on Tom Bilyeu's Impact Theory a while back, and he was talking about uh, with the German pronunciation. In America, we right. say Vigets. But when you go to Germany, it's called Vistisch. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I totally see that. What you mean? Yes. But Americans are really uh, bad at pronouncing. Yeah. yeah. No, you guys, I don't think you guys are bad. It's just like, again, to me, they're a different habit speaking any kind of language. If you're not really used to that kind of habit, right. I mean, if you're not really listening to this and practice over and over again, it's, it's very difficult. It was very difficult for me to catch the French sound at the very beginning you know so and i actually am also teaching my colleagues to speak chinese and it's very funny the way how they pronounce it and i mean obviously i can imagine how funny i am when i speak when i try to speak german or thai even you know so i i could totally get it yeah and, and you've been here in thailand for two years and you I'm haven't actually- learned any thai I'm not actually sorry. I'm not really here for two years. Okay, so I'm trying to give myself an an excuse. I'm actually not really here here because my client is here. So I traveled here on this business trips. So to work with my client on site. So technically, I'm not really here. So that's the reason I don't speak the language, of course. (laughs) I see. Yeah, but but yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't speak a word of Thai Thai language. Correct. I um I even try to take course, but. No, I, I didn't I didn't pick it up. I really think it's again um, having the environment and then being able to practice is 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 a key, right? So for me, as because I'm not really here, so I come and go. Um, I didn't really pick it up. So that's another good excuse, right? So I have a good excuse. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Interesting. Uh, and so yes. how about how is, adapted how here? Your, I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. Wait, How's my tie? But how how is your tie? By the way, you've been here for how many years? Oh my God! Six and a half. Don't 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 don't. Oh don't, yeah, don't. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And what is the reason that you don't yes. speak Thai? 
Well, no, I speak some Thai. I I said that. No, that's fine. That's a that's a fair ask, you know. Um, Well, honestly, (laughs) my uh, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say bad students, but I'm going to say students who came from different backgrounds. So basically, they would teach me um, the worst words ever, and I didn't know what they were saying at the beginning. Yeah, so they would say, and then you refused to learn that. You refused to learn that course i understand okay no i absolutely took upon learning that you know what i'm saying because i needed to know what people were (laughs) saying to me all the time you see what i'm saying i know i i know i know i get it you gotta start off with the basics actually sometimes it's good to know those bad words because at least you understand when people you know when people are trying to say something you will figure out exactly what they say yeah yeah that's exactly what happened to my brother one time when some uh mexicans of course in las vegas they were saying things to him, and I could pick it up now. I can still pick it up to this day because an uh, incident happened to me in Chiang Mai where a couple of people from Chile were saying oh. some things, and I jumped on them real quickly because I still remember. Oh, God, it's Spanish. Spanish ain't too difficult, right? So um, oh, my brother yes. had the same thing with some Mexicans, saying some bad things. He said, excuse me, and he started speaking Spanish to him. <laughs> and the looks oh, on their faces when they do that, it's the best, right? <laughs> That hurts. Yes, yes, yes. That hurts for them, but it's the best. Yes. Oh, man. So, wow. Okay. So with that being said, with all of that being said, um, again, you still being, what is it? Oh, oh my God. No, 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 no. Because we had that conversation yesterday, obviously. You are a little bit older than me. That doesn't matter. But you have experienced mm. so <laughs> much. And so you are possibly going to move back to China and what is it what's your goal you're going to start up on you know business entrepreneurship oh actually I don't know Mm. yeah um okay to be very honest let's put this way um I've been living Europe in the last 15 years so in a way this is also where I started my entire career life you know I have all my friends in there so to be honest I do feel like that's home Okay, mm-hmm. but of course, I'm Chinese. I grew up in China, so China is always home. So I feel like I have two homes. So, um, so yeah, actually, I really don't know what I'm going to do next yet. So I'm going to stay in Europe for some time and try to figure out exactly what I want to do. So, I mean, I'm really open to ideas um, where I want to be because I just feel like there's so much to explore in the world. And of course, I always love to travel. Um, to see different parts of the world. Um, but yes, I do feel like I have two homes. One is in Europe and one is in China. And then uh, I don't know actually um, what I'm going to do eventually. But in the same time, it doesn't really stop me from going to other places and see different world and see the different part of the world and see different people. So I think that's what I'm going to do and travel a little bit and also continue exploring different culture, understand people. So I, I always think that's very fascinating. So I had, I, had, I had this luck that I can see and experience different people from different part of the world and working with different people from different cultures. It's really one thing I've really learned is always be open-minded and then open-minded to new ideas, open-minded to people, new culture. And this is where you get yourself um, like in the way self-improvement and the self-development as well so I always keep myself open and working with the different people and also trying to understand where they come from so this is like sort of the mentality I would carry on continue doing so 
So yes, for now, I don't really have a concrete plan exactly what I'm going to do in the future, but I wouldn't stop doing that in the same time. So I would just see different, different experience. That's what I would do now. Wow. So much wisdom in you, Miss Wen. <sighs> Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to keep talking so that I can bring some content. Ah, okay, well, then, well, that's the end. See, I told you it wasn't going to be too bad. And you know, it's so funny, everyone. Before this, one was like, "Oh my God, what about the content? Oh my God, I don't know what content and content." Yeah, You've yeah, been. Every, yeah. Everyone has a story to tell. Right. I just feel like because, yeah, obviously I have listened to your podcast before. I feel like everybody who's on this podcast was very fascinating. Everybody's got so special experience, you know. So I was like, hmm, what can I bring to you? I'm going to just talk about uh, maybe not much, but travel, (laughs) (laughs) culture, yes. But let's try. Let's give it a try. Yes. And it wasn't too bad, was it? Oh, I hope I have another opportunity to come back. But next oh, time, I promise you, I think about sweet. something more fun to the audience as well. Yeah, well, there were some cool speaking tasks that I had like lined up and stuff like that. And we could have asked mm. each other. There's like a lot of collaborative things that I put on here, too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity as well to be here. It's a really, really great experience, of course. Oh, you are so welcome. And enjoy the rest of your days. Guys, if you don't already know, of course, thank hopefully you. I get to see her before she goes. But she, oh, well, you guys are going to be listening to this two days before her departure, but she is going back to good old Switzerland. And she's going <laughs> to go on about her uh, her business, her life, and everything else. So, Oh my God, Wayne, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And thank you everybody for listening to me. Thank you. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And guys, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of uh, Arsenio ZSL Podcast. And if you have any questions or anything, please uh, reach out. I'm your host, as always, over and out.